much and welcome everybody. And before I start, I'd like to ask you a question. Would you like to be able to speak up yourselves even more confidently? Give me a wave or a one in the chat box. Yay. Okay. And would you like to, two, two hands. Excellent. Would you like to be able to speak up yourself with even more confidence and also be able to communicate your way through any challenges even more easier? Give me a wave and or a one in the chat box. Excellent. Thank you so much. And so where are you? Where are you now? So maybe you have tried to speak up for yourself in the past or you do, but it might come out slightly not the way that you intended it. And it might sometimes come out slightly overloaded and perhaps you might say something that you regret. And, or perhaps, you may create a misunderstanding. You were sure that you said something perfectly clearly, but for one random reason, the other person misunderstood or misinterpreted what you said potentially. Does that resonate with anyone? Yes or no? Give me a wave if that resonates. Yeah. And, um, and then, so perhaps you've done that and then that's led you to think, well, maybe it's just better to keep my mouth shut, like mute, like we're all doing today. And, it's just easier to, to not speak up. Maybe, maybe you think that. Or you potentially don't like a confrontation. You know, who, who, likes, who likes a confrontation? You don't want to rock the boat. Maybe you don't want to tread on people's toes. And you, you know, you, you're like, you're a lover, not a fighter. You don't want people to to, to have conflict, you'd rather just everyone be happy and well if, if, you can, if you can help that. So why should you create a confrontation? Perhaps, you know. Or maybe, like, you possibly come from a culture that has a, a specific belief around speaking up for yourself, like maybe children should be seen or not heard, or sugar and spice and all things nice, don't upset other people be pleasant, be polite, and or maybe you have a religious background or a spiritual background that has taught you potentially to, to be peaceful and not to create conflict, not to rock the boat as well. For example, I, I, I'm not um, religious myself, but I was growing up in an environment where it's a Catholic environment. So just by default, I have a lot of that kind of religious indoctrination within me so perhaps you you have a little bit of that going on and that just makes you difficult and you may be at the effect of that and, and it might be a difficult thing to push through sometimes especially if you're communicating with someone who is of that cultural belief or who has that be religious belief or maybe it might be an organization it might be the the, the cultural values in your job that that have, you know, the thou shouts and the thou shouts not. And if you go against that, potentially, you might just look like a shit and you might not want to do that, right? And so that, again, may end up you know, leaving you a little bit mute sometimes when you don't want to. Also, as well as the, the religious, the cultural, the spiritual, you may, you may be really into, like, 
having your vibration high and, and that potentially causes a little bit of difficulty if you speak up for yourself. You might not want to lower your vibration and attract bad things to you. Does that does that resonate with you? Give us a give us a little wave. Yeah. So there might be all these reasons why that's that's just really difficult. And finally, you might just not want to upset yourself as well because sometimes saying saying stuff might might cause you to just feel a bit more blue and a bit more down and you might just not need any more stress in your life and you might just be tired of of arguing if things escalate and and you might you know you just might want to be watching your your stress levels your mental health levels and and the thing about that is if you you might end up just thinking well maybe because people interrupt me a lot and because people don't really listen to me maybe what I've got to say doesn't matter and maybe if people don't listen to me and people don't interrupt me keep interrupting me and it just doesn't seem like there's ever the opportunity to say my piece without all the radi radi da maybe deep down possibly there's an underlying belief that maybe you don't matter And that may create some difficulties that may create ill, you know, low mood or even sadly depression uh, being at the effect of, you know, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't sort of thing. Just trying to navigate that every day. And, you know, so if that's where you potentially might be around this subject, where would you like to be instead? Well, um, imagine that you speak and you are sure of every word that you say and you don't um, imagine that you, you're confident and you know for a fact that there's no way you could ever possibly rock the boat because you know for sure what you said, you know that you said it respectfully, you know that your intention was right and if it got misunderstood, you know that that's not your stuff, it's not your problem. And imagine how sure that would make you of yourself that you've just got all of that self-check in before you even open your mouth, right? And visualize that you don't have to rock the boat and have a confrontation at all. You can be respectful when you speak up, when you communicate, when you're in conversations, even if they're difficult, because this is about when things are difficult, when things are easy, there's no real problem. But you know that you speak respectfully from you, you're respecting yourself, you're valuing yourself, and you're respecting the other person. So again, you've got that double measure that there's there's no possibility of confrontation. And even if there is, you were being respectful and cordial and polite. So it's double triple never could possibly be your fault it gives away if that would be amazing in terms of your any kind of cultural belief or any kind of religion or spiritual or corporate or sometimes families have a set of mutual values well maybe not so mutual but a set of understandings that that's what you have to do and that's your do's and don'ts as well so that's what I mean by a cultural understanding and Imagine and picture a time in your mind when 
that's not a problem for you because you are coming from your truth. You're communicating from your heart and you're being authentic to you. You know, have you heard that expression, give us a way to thine self be true? You know, and that being like, like the ultimate, ultimate kind of holy grail. Um, so, so imagine that you're being authentic. So no matter what, you're being true to yourself. And, and what if that's the most important thing, you know, after all, because you've, you've been, you've been honourable, you've been respectful, and all the rest of that. Yeah. So how are you going to get there then from how are you going to get there from to be in that place to be able to navigate through all of that stuff with dignity and respect because you matter. Well, I believe that you're going to get there with clear communication. Clear communication for a solution focus. So, so slanting on the win-win side of clear communication. A communication that where you, you have a game plan so that you're not at the effect of it. You've gone into that communication, all communications, because you've gone in knowing who you are and what you're going to say and all the rest of it. Why clear communication then? Well, when you're communicating clearly and you've got a game plan, there's no way that anyone could potentially take the P out of you, take the Michael. Do you know what I mean by that? <laughs> this is like going out. This is a cultural, cultural expression of when people get the better of you without you wanting to. Okay. So with clear communication as well, you are going to get your point of view known and heard. You can choose to share your point of view because your point of view matters so if you're communicating clearly you can actually enable the others to actually hear you and listen to you because do you ever find sometimes that you're talking and you're saying something that's really important but you just know that the other person or or people or it could be an even an email they're not really listening to you does that does that resonate with you well, they might even say, yeah, uh-huh, I'm listening, I'm listening. And they might be on the phone, but really they're scrolling or they're doing something else or they're just busy in their mind. They might just be going through their, their to-do list or, or that. And they're not really listening to you because do you know what I mean? Like when you're being listened to, it's like a feeling. You, you feel respected. And so why clear communication? It's an empowered way to present yourself and you present yourself in the most positive way you present your best and you are not able to be manipulated by others and you're aware of that you've got foresight into that and why clear communication because it's an easier life like how much of your life is possibly taken up by crap conversations or emails that just go on or or debates that just go, or that misunderstanding that those people just don't understand you properly, like how much of your time is taken up by that. And that, I assert, that is avoidable stress. There are some stresses in life that are unavoidable, but this is an avoidable one because you can do something about that. So imagine cutting off that really big chunk of, of stress and, and raw out of your life, you know, out of your personal life, of your business life you know and 
and imagine why why cliff communication because then you can actually enjoy your life and actually have all that time that you've saved with all the raw and potentially money as well if that's a business communication that you're involved in what if then you actually have time for yourself amazing right you might even have time for you you might have time to do that hobby that you wanted to do you might have time to do a little bit of craft or or even just have the luxury of like laying on the sofa and just reading a book or just watching some something crap just because you know so why is now potentially the right time to get clear communicating well I'm just really wondering if now's not the time, like within all of this environment that's going on, like the pandemic, the war, like it's, you know, it's all just got really, really bad and stuff. Like if now's not the time to speak up for yourself and put yourself first and put your value on the table, put your confidence on the table, when is it gonna be the right time? You know, imagine from now to a few weeks time, like how much better off you'd be if you do have a game plan as opposed to no game plan and now's the right time to reduce your stress levels so that you can be more effective in an external environment that is getting more and more stressful but you don't have to you can bring your strength to that instead because you do have that choice you do have that reserve and now is the time to be free of those negative patterns, all that cultural conditioning and all of that potential like people pleaser and having to be nice to people and cordial, you can walk away from that because you can replace it with something that's better, right? So it's not like you're just letting go of that. I don't really believe in let go because then you're left with an empty void and that doesn't make sense. But instead what you can do is you can you can offer you can replace it with something instead so it's a better than it's a yes and and now's the right time what do you think about this to be the boss of yourself to be the boss of your life like because if you're not able to speak up for yourself in the moment not when it's too late not when they've all gone not when that misunderstandings possibly escalated but if you can boss it now if you can create that right now then you are the one that's leading the situation does that make sense do you see what i mean by that if you don't say anything then by default you may be at the effect of that situation and the situation or the other person is possibly bossing you right but who's the boss is it you or is it the other person or is it the situation? Who's the boss? Give me a wave if you're the boss or a one, a wave or a one. Yeah. And give me a wave if, if you want to be the boss, like if you want to be the boss of your life. And it doesn't mean overpowering and it doesn't mean dominating. I'm going to go into the how to in a moment. Okay. But I suggest. I'm here to announce that I suggest that you're the boss because you are you and you're the one that's driving. And from that perspective, just play with me for, a, for, for the duration here. From that perspective, life just gets really, really 
empowered and you have a whole load more choices, okay? So who am I to tell you all of this? What, what's my game? What's my story? Well, cast your minds back to lockdown. It's 2020, it's the end of August, and I am sitting here in my living room on the couch, just here that you see, and I'm lounging around and I'm relaxing at the end of the day. It's late summer, it's a beautiful velvety dusk, and I can smell the lovely aromatherapy smell of that candle there and that lovely glowing light of the candle. You know, when it's dark and there's a candle and it just feels like a mini fire gazing and it just feels really, really comforting. So I'm laying around enjoying that. Beautiful sunsets just happened and I'm on my laptop and I'm just doing some research for a journalism um, I'm just doing a project that I'm working on at the time. So I'm just on YouTube, browsing around, and I come across a relevant YouTube, and there's David Dimbleby, the very posh, eloquent sounds of David Dimbleby, a very, very famous British broadcaster and documentary maker. And it's the 1970s, and I can hear him around, and there is lots of foreign sounds in the background. And something suddenly really draws my attention into my screen. And I see a woman with very beautiful face that looks much wiser than her youth. And she's got beautiful hazel eyes. She has a look on her eyes. I can only describe it as a look of, of total desolation. And I look at the woman's face and <gasps> my my husband, he, he taken, he disappeared. They take him to the Estadio Nacional and they, they torture and they kill them. They kill him, a lot of them. So what will you do now? I must get out of Chile and go be a refugee. I must take me and me and my children. You see, this woman is my mother. For the first few years here in England, I'm shut down, very depressed and very alone, very estranged, and I don't speak English. And then one day, it's 1983, and I'm sat on the floor, watching the telly. I can smell the oak smell of my mum's piano and I can smell the dust. You know, when you put the gas fire on and you can smell that dust smell, I can smell that and I'm, I can, I'm watching the telly and I hear the loud booming voice of this woman called Baroness Trumpington on this documentary. And her voice booms and she, can, I can only describe her, like she's just like Dame Edna, but she's an actual real person, like she's not a drag queen. Oh, just tell her to shut up the boring bastards. <laughs> and she works at the House of Lords. She's actually a lord. She goes, oh, I just tell them to go back to sleep. They're so boring, good for nothings. And oh my God, 
she just doesn't give a you know what about anything like she's so she's so free I want to be just like her when I grow up in fact but I don't want to wait until I'm old and batty to be that that Larry and wild I want to one day I want to be just like Baroness Trumpington have you ever like seeing someone that's just ignited something in you and just given you permission to just be free. Yeah, raise your yeah, pause or give me a one in there. It's like they give you permission to do that too. So the next few decades were not always easy. It's 1999 and I find myself sitting on a park bench in the centre of Bracknell. Bracknell, often described as, and I didn't invent this, as the armpit of, an armpit of it, but it's actually Silicon Valley. And I'm in my, my superfly.com job and I'm now a web designer. And uh, we've got a laptop, we get given a phone and I honest to God think I'm it. And I'm sat on the park bench over lunchtime and I'm wearing a bug. I'm wearing a bug outfit and I'm sat on the bench and I'm supposed to talk to people, engage them because it's like for the millennium bug. And it's like a proper, have you seen Bridget Jones? It's a proper Bridget Jones moment because I'm just trying to talk to people with this bug, with these stupid antlers and people are just totally ignoring me and being really, really British. And I'm going, oh, hi, yeah, what are you having for lunch today? Completely like that. So I go on to, I go on to progress in my career, but have you ever had this thing like you've got that dream job? Like at the time, that was such a dream job for me, right? And I'd done, I'd done graphic design and I studied, I studied fashion at St. Martin's College. Like I'm a designer. I'm really well qualified. I've started the web design at the beginning of the internet. Like, yes, that's how old I am. And I'm sat there with my creative team and we're doing all these cool designs and stuff, but I feel completely like a fraud. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I know what I'm doing, but I get asked questions and I'm just, I'm, 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 and I can't, like, by then I can speak English, right? I'm in my twenties, but I just feel so insecure. And I just, I don't know why, but you know, I have to go deeper into like, what is going on here? Because I have no confidence and I should, but I don't and I can't sleep at night and I get chronic fatigue and the depression gets worse and worse and worse as if it wasn't worse before. It's been bad always, anxiety, PTSD and all the rest of it. So, so I go in and I learn all of the personal development stuff and I also start to teach it as I go along. But little by little things did start to change. So I came out of my shell a bit, I made myself do it and I started to learn dancing and I started to teach dancing and then I got talent spotted in order to do my dancing which was then it's it's called it was actually mindfulness movement at the time but that's before mindfulness was a household term like it is now but that's effectively what I was teaching because I was bringing all the personal empowerment and journey that I've been on into movement and empowerment if if that makes sense. And I got a really, really good gig to go and do leadership training courses with movement at a really big company worldwide called Telefonica, who at the time owned O2. 
And then things just went from strength to strength. I really found my thing. I started to create leadership training courses and I'm creating and I'm doing somatic training and it's going amazing. And then my business just grows and grows. It's mainly in Europe, mainly in Spanish because I can speak Spanish. And then I end up working at the corporate universities. So I'm, I've got, I'm starting to get clients just by recommendation. So I work at Santander Corporate University, at Zara Corporate University, O2. And, and then eventually my biggest success was that I taught to the senior executive team, the boardroom members of Toyota. So I was just really going to that really, really high level. And really nothing gives me more pleasure and joy than to help people to implement empowerment and conscious communication techniques. And then I just think, well, why just do that with super privileged like senior executives and leadership people that already have a lot of support, they already have a lot of training and so on. And so really my, my big interest there became to just do it one-to-one. And so without further ado, let's just go in and have a look at that solution, the clear communication compass now. And it's a total communication system for that solution focus. There are six pillars of learning and each pillar has a specific intention behind it. Once you've got all of the pillars, then you have a complete total integration model. So I'm going to start with, with going around really, really briefly in essence. And then what we're going to do is drill down so that you can get some takeaways. Okay. Now, so I'm just going to go and go around the compass individually. I'm going to actually start at the top, attention. So attention is the principle of learning that enables you to diagnose a situation before you even bother to talk. So you know what I was saying earlier about often people are not really listening or they make out like they're listening, but, but they're not really, or you may get interrupted a lot. So what attention does is it makes sure that, that the, the level playing field is really, really level and that you're both coming from the same place, okay? Because sometimes you might have drafted a really good email, you might have said everything that you need to say, or you might have said everything that was really important. But actually, if that person was upset or stressed, do you think that they heard you fully? Right? So, so to save all of your breath and to save that, that stress or even that heart, that emotional energy, it's crucial to, to get that attention piece going. Now, the second one is called audition, audit, which is all about listening there. And that's all about generating trust because why should somebody listen to you, right? Potentially, why should, it, just because you say something, why should somebody believe you? So audition is a way of deep listening so that, you really, again, level out the playing field. And then once you've leveled it out, imagine like, it's like building a house. You need a really, really good foundation so that that edifice is really, really solid. So when you feel that you trust somebody, do you feel like more comfortable to talk to them? Give us a, a wave or a while. Okay. 
So that's all about the principles of listening, but the things that you can do straight away to let somebody know that you're listening, that you've understood them and that you really care about them. And that starts to really, really generate a very, very positive solution focused dialogue. This is especially brilliant for conflict resolution and customer service. When someone's really, really angry about something, it's the one for that. And it's really, really simple. All of these systems are just three parts. They've all got subsystems. Now, the third one is called ask and it's called ethical inquiry engager. And that is actually something that I want to drill down deeply into in a moment. So I'm going to drill down deeply into ask and assert because they're relevant to speaking up for yourself. And it's something I want to focus on. So then I'm going to go on to arrest, which has got the hand signal. So do you ever get ghosted or do you know what I mean by that? Non-responsiveness, like you've written those emails or you've sent that text and that person's just not responding to you and you're just left in the dark and you don't know what's going on, right? Give me a wave or a one if, if you get that. And if you do, it wastes a lot of time, but also it creates a lot of stress, but a lot of, a lot of, I, you're at the effect of the other person. The other person is, is effectively by not responding, they are potentially manipulating you because it's up to them whenever they respond or not. So you're left hanging at the effect of them. And who wants to be the boss in, in all given situations if you can? Are they the boss of you and what's going on with that communication? Or are you the boss, right? You're the boss, right? shout out because you're on mute so it doesn't matter shout out i'm the boss i'm the boss who's the boss i'm the boss i'm the boss you get to choose you get to lead your life this is self-leadership right so that's that accelerator is a the last one is the win-win ignite that's all about appreciation and just being progressive doing a yes and always making it better but not just out of codependence or people pleasing or doing what you don't want to do, but making it better in a way that really adds to the other person in a way that really adds to you. Does that make sense? It's a wavy or a one. All right. So now we're going to drill down into ask and go into a deeper dive. So it's really, really simple. If you have a notebook or just in your mind, ethical inquiry engager is really the opposite to not speaking up for yourself and not wanting to walk the boat or having confrontations. So, so to be in that inquiry in a way that's ethical, what do I mean by that? In a way that's respectful, in a way that is honorable, yeah? And in a way that is non-conflictive. So that's that. So if you write down the word A-R-S, the letters A-R-S-A-B-L-E-R and K, now that then stands for here, okay? so. These are the subsections of that. So the first one is assumptions. Okay, assumptions are, I suggest, pandemic. They happen all the time. But the thing about speaking up for yourself, like here's the thing, when you speak up for yourself or when someone gets one over you or takes the bleep out of you, do you know what I mean by sometimes it's all happened before you know it and, and you just think you've had a conversation you just think what the bleeps just happened I just feel horrible but 
something's not right. The person might be saying all the right things even, okay? But the thing about that is that it's dodgy territory or it's a slippery environment because potentially some assumptions are being made that then create a manipulative dynamic. But unless you know how to figure out what is an assumption by the way that someone is speaking to you, you're going to be left in the dark. Does that make sense at all? Give us a, a one or a wave if that does. Excellent. Here's a really crucial way, okay, of is, is my heartfelt intention that, that no one takes the mick out of you, that you're the boss. And here's one, one really crucial way of discerning that. Within languaging, an assumption, this is one way, there are many, many ways, and assumptions is a, is a deep learning um, module there. But one that I want you to take away is a command. So what do I mean by a command? Do that, do that for me, will you? Okay, so that's a command. It, in grammar, it means somebody is telling you to do something or not do something potentially. Okay, or another another way of looking at it is stop saying that. Stop, don't talk about that. Stop. Okay, stop is a command. So any sort of command. Now, I'm going to ask you a really deep question. Has anybody got the right to tell you what to do? Yeah? Do you know what I mean? Or is it more noble and respectful if somebody asks you, would you be willing to do that thing for me? Yes or no? Or could you do that, please? Yeah. Or would you mind not talking about that, please? So here's the distinction with assumptions. This is one way of really discerning it. When something is triggering, it's not that you're a, a, a shit. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another way of saying uh, a shit like you're not it's not like you've got the problem you haven't got the problem if someone's telling you what to do if someone is directing you or commanding you to do something to to feel pissed off about that is a really valid way to feel about that because it's not very respectful to be commanded and told what to do okay disclaimer like if there's a fire and someone's telling you to bomb it yeah okay that's that's when it is but most other times or disclaimer again if you're a minor and you have to direct minors and children that don't have that that take caretaking ability developed just yet but as adults it's a trespass it's going over your line and it's it's treating you like you like a you know what okay so instead ask me don't tell me this is a, a really crucial distinction this is really important to get this so if ever something knocks you off, consider and, and do a self-check. Are they telling me what to do? Are they making an assumption out of me, an ass, right? Are they making out like I'm a, a bleep or a blap, you know? Or are they asking me, right? Because instead of telling me what to do, how about ask me? So that, just that one thing can make a massive difference, okay? And so then, Select is the way that you select what sort of questions and what sort of dialogue you respond with. And that's the piece about respecting yourself, valuing yourself because you matter and communicating with the confidence and the certainty that you have full right to say what you're about to say and you select the way of saying it in, for the best possible way. Yeah? 
Okay, and finally, knowing is know, know thyself. Okay, so earlier the, the statement to thine self be true. When you know yourself and you can be your authentic self and that's a journey, again, you will know what to say. You will know what is your truth. You will know what is the best most polite, elegant thing to say. Now that's a real journey, okay? So talking of which, the journey here, the whole of these principles, it's like a game of chess. It can take a lifetime to master. It's taken me a lifetime to master and create to get out of the, uh, the shit show life that I was born into, not out of my own choosing, but sometimes life is quite shit, isn't it? And it's not your fault. It's not, you know, just, just stuff happens. So these principles work when things are really, really bad, because if they didn't, if they just work when you're having a good day or when you're feeling strong, that's not a principle in my, in my world. Okay. A principle stands solid like a pillar when the beep is hitting the fan and you, you, it's sustainable. It's going to work 100% of the time. So each of these pillars can be taught individually. And I teach this whole program on a one-to-one -one basis for £12,000 a year. So that details on a one-to-one -one bespoke £1,000 a month, okay? But I'm creating a course here so that more people can benefit at a much more affordable rate. And I'm going to tell you what that is in just a moment. In a group setting where you get to practice with each other because it's not just the learning. When you have the practice, it's it becomes muscle memory. It becomes mind memory. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to get out of that sticky situation. Does that make sense? Alrighty. So then we go into the other one. So assert. So here's where you get your no. Okay. Here's where you put those boundaries down. Now, do you know what I mean by it really winds me up when people talk about boundaries and they're talking about assertive communication. It's all really good. And they go, do you know what, guys? All you have to do is set healthy boundaries. And I'm like, what does that even mean in an environment where you've potentially been taught to be a people pleaser? Because if you didn't, you got told off and you got made a fool of at school. Does that make sense? So to assert yourself, it takes some crafting. And th this is, is the crafting. So assert, here's, here's my pillar. It's the way to say no, okay? It's how to communicate your needs. And not only your needs, your point of view. What if somebody is talking about something? It's just not your truth. You just don't resonate with that. But you don't feel comfortable to communicate your point of view. But who's the boss? Are you allowed to have a point of view, your preference? Are you allowed, are you allowed to be a human? and have your way of looking at things, your unique way of looking at things? Yes or no? And who's the boss? You're the boss! Yes, I'm the boss. You're allowed to have your needs and your preferences and your point of view and your standpoint, because I suggest that's what makes you amazing. That's what makes you unique. That's what people will love about you. And if you don't communicate what that, uh, that is, then you're not letting people get to know who you really are. And that's a really deep one, okay? Negotiation, okay? How to, someone's being a real shit, for example. They're just, they're just not budging. They're just giving it all that. Da, 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 da. There's always a way to negotiate. 
there's always a way. And so here is one other, one other giveaway that I really, really want you to have, right? When you're in a sticky moment, as Julian Clary used to say, who remembers Julian Clary from back in the day? So you find yourself in a sticky moment, someone's being really aggy, telling you what to do, da, 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 da. You get out of jail free card is just a sec, just a sec, just put your thing. Yeah, just a sec, just to make sure. And then you go, just a sec. So they're telling you what to do, da, da, da. just a sec. Um, I'll get back to you on that one. Okay, I'll get back just a sec. So I'm not, I'm not ignoring you. I'm da da da. But it, just because someone's demanding that you do something right now, does it mean you have to respond right now? Right? You the boss, you get back to them when you want. When who wants? When you want. Why? Because you're the boss. You got it. Okay. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. So then just as a quick repack, my premium packages, you may be um, interested in that just to let you know how I work. 12k it details at 1000 pounds a month and you get the full works the whistles the bells the loads and loads and loads now the next piece is a group six-part course and the rate of that is 750 because it's a group but actually because this is a pilot program so if you're watching this now or on replay you are invited and you're welcome to do this because this pilot program is going to run those two pillars you can hop on and off because each pillar and each subsection runs off. So you can come in at any week and do your six weeks. Does that make sense? You don't have to start at the beginning and then you'll have missed it out. It's all interlinked, okay? So because this is a pilot program, then it's just under 600 pounds, okay? So let me just double show you what I mean by that. That's gonna, those two, elements ask and all the three subsections and assert three and three detailed down to a six part course however just for now because you're watching this webinar and also on replay i'm offering you a boss discount because who's the boss i'm the boss you're the boss the boss discount so i really really want this for you if you do Okay. I really, really want to do this. And I really want to give you all these principles, their foundations that will just interrupt all the shit show and <laughs> life really does get better. And I can say that because mine is. Okay, so that's my sincere experience. What's your boss discount? 50% discount. So that means it's 297 for the six week course. Okay, so that's a saving of 453 pounds. That's a one time offer. When you're at the the checkout in the discount code, write boss in upper case. Thank you for listening to this Speak Up For Yourself Masterclass and I really do hope that you've got some helpful and empowering takeaways. I'd really like you to consider coming on the six-week course. I invite you to come on. It's going to start on Wednesday the 30th of March on a weekly basis, 7pm to 8.30. But don't worry if you hear this after that time because it's a roll-on course. So you can jump on and do your six weeks at any point because all of the principles are interconnected. 
I really want this for you because I want you to have these principles and tools and phrases that you will practice with each other so that they become muscle memory and mind memory. And I want you to have these phrases up your sleeve and in your mouth, ready to deliver when you need to, so that you can put your power first, so that you can put your value first, so that you can put your presence first. And you don't need to do a confrontation. All of these techniques happen with minimum fuss, keeping really calm, cool as a cucumber and confident. And I really want this for you. And my question to you is, do you want this for you? So really consider that. If you're interested to learn more, go in the link at the bottom of this podcast, if you're listening on podcast, or if you received an email link by me, go and look on the link about further information and have a look at that. If you have any questions, or if you want to talk about anything, book me in for a Zoom chat and I am here for you. Thank you once again, and I wish you a lovely rest of the day.